Welcome to episode 41 of the Through the Point podcast. This week I had on Charlotte Wissing, who's a thrower from Germany, which I was in contact with a bunch lately, talking about a potential conversation with Thomas Roller and her on the app Clubhouse, but I had some technical issues where I couldn't get on there. It was pretty complicated, but uh, I figured why not interview Charlotte, because she's someone that throws at southeastern Louisiana now, has a pretty big following on social media, and had some awesome insight, which is something I didn't know about, about the time of coming over from Germany or from outside the U.S. to throw in the NCAA system. She had a funny story of how she just basically randomly picked a college, and obviously it's worked out for her, but there's a bunch of tips about post-college career advice, uh, social media, and just everything like that. She's a really motivated athlete and motivated person, so it was fun to talk to her, and I think you guys can learn a lot from it. So, as always, thanks for listening, and enjoy. I'm here with Charlotte Wissing, a thrower from Germany. We were talking about how we don't know what year in school she is, technically. You said says senior, <laughs> but we have no idea. Uh, Charlotte, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Hey, guys, what's up? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know which year I am. This is so embarrassing. I'm in my master's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am too. So just, you never know. I guess it's like hard to tell people to say, what grade are you? And I like looked the other day and I'm pretty sure I'm in like 18th grade. So uh i think i'm yeah way out especially of with covid especially yeah. with covid it's like well technically i'm that but like i'm a, I, we had like in the vice baseball the basketball team we have like somebody who's like third year freshman i'm like huh <laughs> yeah. how's that like that's, that's not real but, yeah but def- definitely crazy times. times yeah absolutely i guess we got like connected for something that was unfortunate that i couldn't join because of cl- our clubhouse was being strange but you just had a talk with thomas roller and you said you guys are like friends i guess before we get into your interview just want to talk about how that went again what clubhouse is for people that are listening that don't know because i had no idea what it was so yeah clubhouse uh is a live podcast you can just like join if you got invited i mean i invited you so now you can join <laughs> yeah. too um if, if somebody needs an invite you can just text me on instagram i think i can invite you all um yeah you can just like connect with everybody you can like join rooms you can jump from room to room you can open one room and just talk to a bunch of people you can like uh invite the audience and they can like raise their hands and ask questions and you can kick out people you don't like and like <laughs> there are crazy people on there like drake is on there like he dropped some beats Paris Hilton like is on there oprah like it's crazy because like you cannot like record it right now so like people think it's like a kind of like a safe place mm. but i don't think that like people are listening especially when i talked to thomas roller they were like a bunch of like people from the press like journalists like listening like really important journalists so like you have to still watch like what you say because right. they, you know they can just like record it still like it doesn't need to be on the app but they can have like a recorder next to it and then like going to land in a new newspaper i haven't found a newspaper yet <laughs> right yeah. it was written like did like a publishing from like the talk so i guess it was not good enough or yeah. <laughs> but we will see maybe monday i don't know we will wait <laughs> that's pretty like like i said i knew nothing about it but that's a pretty cool setup that maybe i'll have to mess around with it once i once we get the invites out to people and there's more people that can join like yeah that be involved in do we some should, type we of should, thing yeah we should do something with like athletes i feel like that would be so cool where we like share our stories 
share like where we are, what we struggle with, because um, I feel like sometimes on Instagram, Instagram looks so superficial mm-hmm. and it's so unreal that I feel like sometimes it's like really cool when you connect with like people who have like the same problems. And it's just, I feel like when you hear like the voices, it just sounds like better than like, I don't know. I feel like as gelin throwers, we have like all the same problems and like, the same struggles. And we feel like connect more like as a community, I feel like that would be awesome. Yeah, because uh, like like we were saying, you just Instagram uh, and you don't fault any people. They You only want to show your best part, but there's so many parts of failure that go into javelin that on Instagram, you see the best throws, the best lifts, the best whatever. And yeah. like, you're not able to see necessarily like what all went into that. Cause like every time that someone gets that amazing lift, there's probably a hundred times they didn't get it. So it's just like, yeah, I feel like it's, it's, it's hard to show some people to like, you're, you're vulnerable. You're like your weaknesses. I feel like it's really hard nowadays because everything looks so perfect on the surface, but like, I have like times where I like finish like a competition where I like bald my eyes out, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like hard to admit that. Like I like rather share like my good clothes, but I feel like if you have like a safe environment, like a clubhouse and everybody like says like what they struggle with, I feel like mm-hmm. that could help like with the mental health and with like the pressure that we have as athletes. And uh, I mean, I told Thomas Rola that he has to share like a video about himself struggling with something. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. I hope he's going to post it. I'm going to be so upset if he's not going to do it. <laughs> no. But yeah, I think that's good advice and really cool. Like before we get into everything to talk about that, because it is important. And I'm glad that you were able to have that conversation with him, because obviously that's I mean, that's something I would love to interview him at some point, And like everybody wants to hear from him. So that's really cool. You're able to do that. Yeah. I mean, he said I did a good job. I, I was really proud of myself. Because, <laughs> like he, I mean, he's a friend of mine, but he still achieved so much as an athlete that I'm like, you got a gold medal like at the Olympics. Like you, that is crazy to me. Like crazy that he like achieved that. And it's like, so like, so humbled, mm-hmm. so nice. He, like, I asked him if he's gonna, he's answering all his like Instagram messages. Like he does it like all himself. And it's like, him and his coach are giving so much to this like javelin community they have this javelin camps like they're giving back like he is like such a cool crew like he's always traveling around helping like athletes to reach his level and I just I feel like it's so important to have people like him and to like promote him like as a person because he's so nice and genuine and I just I just really like him he's really cool dude like and so nice like I don't know And like you said, that's what you want from the top of the sport, like the best people in the sport, you want them to be the best people too, where he's able to do that, where if he was just not answering anybody, being really secretive, like being cocky or whatever, like it's not going to grow the sport as much, but like he has so like he's always putting out content, he's always doing whatever. And like you said, maybe put up some failures because he always looks perfect because he's always doing amazing things. But uh, other than that, like, yeah, he's just a great ambassador for it. I really, yeah, I really think like we got a good guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So going back to you, we'll talk about your athletic background when you were growing up. What other sports do you do besides track and just everything you're involved in as an athlete growing up? Um, I mean, uh, I come from like a athlete's family. Like we all like always work out. We have like a gym at home, which is pretty nice. But yeah, um. I did, I did everything, honestly. My mom let me try everything, but not soccer, <laughs> which is funny because I'm like from Germany and everybody plays soccer. But um, yeah, I did. I don't know. Do you know handball? 
Yeah, I know what it is. Like every handball. every European thrower I talk to talks about handball, but I like don't really know the rules or what. But I know like the idea of it. Yeah. Yeah, like I I mean a lot of like throwers in Germany come from that sport, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's like technically it's like a little bit like soccer, small field and indoor, and you play with a hand. And um, I played that. I did volleyball, swimming, I riding horses. Uh, I was a ballerina even like I did everything <laughs> to like find like my passion my mom like let me try everything that I wanted and she tried to like open every door but she always said like if I want to like try a new sport I, w- I have to stick with it like for a year mm. and then um, my you know, how, I don't know how it was like we st- suddenly struggled with money a lot and riding is expensive handball was expensive being a ballerina is expensive. They're like all really expensive sports. So um, my mom is a single mom and like we struggled a lot. And then she's like, I cannot afford it. And my, then I got a sister too. And my, my sister wanted to do something too. So um, yeah, track is really cheap. <laughs> I gotta say that. Yeah, so like I, my mom got me running shoes and then I like joined like the, the track team and um, in Germany, they have a club, so I started with like cross country, and I was just a runner for the, the longest. And then um, I did try the other events at practice, and we had like a really cool group together with like a bunch of like track lovers. And I never like thought about like being a track athlete, but then I like kind of like sticked around. I was like went to practice. We practiced a lot, and then like I loved the competition. And um, I mean, I'm. Now I know I'm not the best like team player, so I think like track is like, one of the best <laughs> sports that you can get into. And then I did like heptathlon. I like run 10k, I run 5k. I did like everything. But then like I did the half for like a little bit, and then just throwing was my thing, I guess. And then I I kind of stick to javelin because I got like supported there more. I got like coaches seeing me throwing the javelin and saw like talent on me some didn't and then I kind of sticked around to be honest so do you think that the reason you were started throwing the javelin was because you were good at it or because it was just like available to like why did you stick with it then like out of all those things you rated all those events was it because of like you enjoyed it that much or you just were really good at it or how did that decision come about I won the most with javelin I was like with all like the throwing events like I did like discus and shot too. I'd never did hammer, which is good because I get so dizzy if I turn. Like even like discus, I have like problems with discus. I always have problems with like turning stuff. Yeah. And, like, in the mad ball, my coach is always like, Jeez. like I get dizzy so easily. So like I'm glad that <laughs> hammer. I'm yeah, probably not the best. <laughs> so yeah, and then I just stick with javelin, and um, I had like a coach. Um, a female coach who like uh stick with me with the javelin and we had like a shot putter and like another female shot putter and me like we were like her like throwers and like she like mainly concentrate on it and then like um one day she was like she kind of like had to always to split like in the in the in the in the practice like she had to always like split herself to like one or the other because like the two events were like a little further away and I was stadium yeah. and then she's like I was like complaining about she was never on my side I was like you gotta like help me with my javelin I was like alone all the time I was going on my own and then she was like well you don't have talent um and <laughs> wow. I'm gonna stick with the other girl but because she's more talented than you are 
broke my heart. I was like, what? Even like, I think I'm talented. Like, oh, I was so mad. And then like, we kind of like split up because I mean, how can you like, uh, like practice with somebody who don't think you have talent, like right. who doesn't see you, like you don't like, I feel like as a coach and athlete situation, you always have, need to have like the same goal. And like our goals were like two like separate like stories and they didn't fit together. So I um, switched coach and he saw like something great in me. And it was funny because like, <laughs> like it was like the, the competition, like the season after her, when I like finally switched like my coach, I like joined the national team. And I was like, and then like, I like posted all about it. <laughs> I posted how I opened my package with like my German gear. And like, I was so like stuff like that when like people like, or like put you down say you have no talent like you should like stop doing what you do like I kind of love it like give it to me like I'm gonna show you kind of like yeah situation. you know what I mean I was like oh oh like not not with me I got like second <laughs> in Germany suddenly and then, like I was like in the airplane on the way to Italy like to compete for the German German national team which is like so crazy yeah and like sometimes like she, she i know like she sometimes like watched me competing because i was like around and like she's like from the same area and so right. she has like some other athletes they're like all oh, not good and i'm like <laughs> i mean it's nothing against the athletes but i'm like just like somebody like i was like maybe i was like maybe like 14 yeah i was destroyed like i was so destroyed i cried so much and my mom was like we can like do other sports or like I was like I don't want to like I want to stick with it like I think I'm really good at it and my mom supported me I got a new coach and then like it worked out and from there it was like like I mean I had like some injuries and stuff like that but it was like so good and I don't know it's like my little story <laughs> yeah no that, but that's so satisfying to beat not beat but like improve the next literally the next year once you switch coaches to somebody that yeah. said you couldn't do it that's and then get to the highest level especially at the german or in germany when javelin is like like you talked about how the men are like insanely insanely good but the women are insanely good too so it's like to be able to do that is just awesome yeah i was i it's it's so satisfying it's, <laughs> and then when you're like when she's like watching my competitions now i'm like yeah <laughs> i that, yeah i i don't know like that's like the best like you know like sometimes when you like try to like there's nothing I could say in that moment. There was nothing like I did, did wrong, to be honest. I just wanted like a little more attention. <laughs> I don't know that I didn't want it to feel alone. And throwing, I don't know if you ever like feel like alone. And like, it's just hard. Like, even if you're like working on new technical stuff and stuff like that, it's just, there's, it's, it's terrible. Like throwing alone, it's, it's a terrible idea. You always need to have somebody on your side or film yourself or something like that. Right. So, yeah. This was like the best revenge I could ever like get. Absolutely. Just to like succeed and like, it's just nice. Yeah. <laughs> when you're, when you start throwing the javelin, like, and I guess it was when you were growing up, like how popular was the javelin in Germany? Cause now we know the Germans is like the best, like they're the peak. Is that always like that? Or like how popular was it in Germany when you were growing up? I mean, we always had good throwers um, on the men and women's side. Um, uh, I don't, it was not like in my town, I, I'm coming from like a small town in Germany. It wasn't like really popular. Like nobody really did it. Mm -hmm. I mean, my friends like knew about it because of me, but like I knew no one that did it. And then that's the reason why like I, 
like I had always had to travel so far to like to practice and like to find like a coach to like help me yeah because I, I kind of wanted to stick with it but I, I like I have like one of my best friends nowadays they all do like the track with me and like we were like young and connecting and we were like all over Germany we're like and like a little like group together that like, always came together on the weekends and we did like trainings came together and like we like came from everywhere it was just so much fun and they're like one of the best people now and they are like one of my closest friends because like we kind of have like the same like energy and work drive because like I was driving or like checking the train on Saturday mornings for like two hours driving to the stadium in the morning and just like to be able to train for two hours and drive home for two hours like I think that takes like a lot like it takes a lot of craziness to be like, oh, I can just do it and like pay for the train ticket, even like go on the train with a javelin. Like, yeah, traveling javelins is not easy. Yes, and like I, I was training in Dortmund. I don't know if you know Dortmund, like the soccer team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ginormous like stadium. I was practicing right next to it, and I, even like when they're like they had like a game, I was I was traveling with my javelins. <laughs> Yeah. like it was so bad like it's so bad I mean I'm a blonde girl and like sitting there was like this massive like thing they were like always like asking about it I was always I hit so many people already with my javelins like I don't even like care at that moment because they were like all drunk they were like all drunk they were like trying to dr- shake the like train from one side to the other side and we'll see like that I just I was like I'm the only like sober pe- person in this train and I was just want to go to practice like and there were, I had like moments where like why do I do this to myself like it's so stupid like nobody cares what I'm like why I'm doing it but I was like I just stick to it I love the group I feel like having like a great group of people who have like the same drive it's so 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 important absolutely and it, it takes like you said it t- it's a funny story but it takes a special type of person to be able to do those two hour rides for a two hour practice, especially in those circumstances, like not everybody's gonna do that. And to have a group of people that is like that or like you as well is outstanding. And going back to yeah. what you said earlier is like, you realized you weren't maybe the best team team sport player, but you like can worry <laughs> about yourself, but then you also are still able to make those connections in track and javelin, which is something that it's like, you get to worry about yourself, but then you also have those friends and those teammates and stuff like that. So it's like kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, and yeah, like you like, it's like family you cannot let your family down you cannot just quit now like gotta like stick to it even if if you're injured like you gotta come to practice like you gotta show up and just do your stuff just love track yeah yeah when you're in germany like you talked about how you were in a club or is like the high school athletic system is it club based or is it through your school or like how does that system work it's it's club based most of the time i mean there are some like things you can do in high school like I was like in a high school swimming team but they're not mm. really good yeah they just like needed someone I was like ah, I don't know I'm like you know like I was like always like a sporty girl I could do everything like they threw me like even like in a soccer team with boys and I never like kicked the ball I was like what because they needed like I don't know my my high school was so weird they needed like that we had like those like soccer games and they always needed like one girl play with the boys and I was just standing on the field honestly I didn't <laughs> even touch the ball I was like I'm not gonna do anything I'm not gonna be a keeper like I'm not gonna hold this stupid ball it's like no nah, like it hurts like I'm not gonna do that yeah. so yeah like I was like I just love sports like whatever it is like put me in it's I just love it I love the yeah. competition I love like just love sports so much I love working out 
you know, yeah. I did everything. You know, so yeah. I'm one thing that I'm really interested in, and I like, I think I've talked to a few people about it, but I'm always just interested with like international students coming to the US for college to throw in like, how does that recruiting process start? Are you sending out the emails? Are they sending emails out to you? I guess we can start there and then go like towards your decision after that. But like, how does that start? Um, so um, I didn't even want to go to the US to be honest. I wanted to stay in Germany because I like the system there better. Like. But then like I got injured and um, the system in Germany is, doesn't like injured athletes. <laughs> so I kind of like lost my prestige. Um, and then uh, I, it was like a, like, maybe like six months before like I graduated high school, I just didn't know what to do. My grades were like, not like the best, like even like, they were not not that good because I was like competing, practicing. I was always like, I so my my um my high school was like on one side, like it was like on one like city. Then there was like my home city, and then it's like really hard to. Uh, and then there was my practice. So I always took the train in the morning to my high school for like 20, 30 minutes take my uh, the train back for 30 minutes go home eat and then I go to uh, to practice for like four hours and I'd be like home by like 9 p.m right because like high school was so long so I didn't like I always did my homework in, a, in the train or like I like did it really late or did it like in the morning so I didn't really have time to study that much I was never like stupid but I I, I don't I'm not somebody who sits down like for long so my grades were not the best so I was like what do I do and I we like my family, we went to America for a couple of times before. And my dad was like seeing this like newspaper article and he's like, oh my God, you can get a, like a scholarship like in America and I compete there and like you can study and they pay everything for you. I'm like, that sounds too nice to be true. Like right, that's yeah. not real. Like <laughs> I never like earned any money with track before that. I was like, what? That's not real. So like I went to an agency, they're like sports scholarship, uh, you can maybe link the the, the side and I feel like I might have bio. heard of what you're talking about too a little bit or something yeah. similar to that yeah like I like still help people who come over right now so if you're interested in sports scholarship and you're like an international if you're from Germany or Switzerland I can help you guys it doesn't really matter which sports I can help you guys um yeah let's see where was I um yeah and then I had this agency they helped me they set up like a video with me uh I took like a SAT, which was terrible. I was terrible at English. <laughs> I did not know how to talk or do like math in English. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So it was terrible. I did horrible, and um, I don't know how, but I got a bunch of like scholarships from like everywhere. I I got like scholarships from like Kentucky, uh, North Carolina, California, New York, Jersey, Kansas, like everywhere, and I was kind of overwhelmed. Cause there was so much and I was talking to so many different cultures coaches and like the recruiting process is a business. And I didn't really know that like people like tell you stuff that like they're going to give to you, but they don't not, like later on, they're not going to give it to you or like do stuff like that. Like it's really sketchy. It's really like, especially if you're like international and you don't like come for a visit to the U S it's like really hard to, no, who's like really like interested in you. I just want your like marks and like stuff like that. It's just 
or like the underpriced you and like at one point it was just overwhelmed it was like just give me the I like asked my agency I'm like just give me the best contract I'm just gonna sign it I don't care what it is <laughs> and it's it's so bad but that's what I did and like now like I look back I'm like what what even like what is like wrong with you <laughs> but I like just signed with like I didn't even like they could like put like any university I'm like it just I just want a full ride I don't care if I'm where it is just give me the paper I'm signing it I don't care I don't care I like I looked at stuff like do I like a logo of the, like the university or not that's like <laughs> yeah. that's like how like I pick honestly it's terrible like it's so terrible now I'm like even and like my major was always like important to me I always wanted to do, do a marketing degree so that was important to me like more than like track to be honest it was like really weird and um then I just signed with Southeastern Louisiana University um I didn't even talk to the coach I did not talk to the coach before I thought to the guy like I talked to was was the head coach and I thought he's, he's gonna be my coach and then I talked to like one of the teammates and she was like no, that's not your coach. I'm like, who, who was my coach then? Like the head coach was just like the sprinter coach. And I'm like, who's my coach then? Who did I, what did I do? Like, I just signed, like, it was like a week before, like I was flying here. I'm like, I never talked to my coach. So weird. And then I, I talked to him and he was like super nice. I was like, oh my God. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was lucky, I guess. And then like, uh, um, coach Amin, I had like coach Amin in my freshman year. And then I just took, yeah, it was like from there, to be honest, like this agency helped me a lot to like to get everything done, the visa and everything like that. Would you say that most international athletes or German athletes are going through an agency like that or a lot of them doing it themselves? Oh, they all do. Really? I, I Yeah, I, I mean, I think you have to be like really like fluently in English to like deal with that. And they already have like the network. Mm. kind of and like they have this relationship to the coaches and I just and it's a kind of like safety too like they're gonna help you if you're like struggling with your coach or if you want to go to another university or even like after college what are you going to do after college they're going to help with that it's just like a kind of like safety net and like you're paying like for like their knowledge they're going to help you to set up like all like what you need like the the different like tests they're gonna set up like a video for you and I I liked it to make it like do it like over an agency yeah. I I don't know like I know no one that didn't do like an agent without an agency like you have to be like really well connected already yeah and that makes sense and that's something I'm interested in and like I was asking or like one of the questions I had down was like how did you decide on southeastern Louisiana which obviously as we know is just <laughs> lucky basically but, yeah but it's just like sometimes I see so many like talented not just German athletes but just from all over the world come to the U.S. and they're just at like the most random colleges here and like I don't know if they, it just ends up with the way they want the scholarship or something but there's like I'm not going to name anybody because like I don't want to talk bad on it because no like anytime you can come to the co or US names. college no I'm not <laughs> no no name dropping but like I'll just you'll see like a thrower and they're just like a male thrower throwing mid 70s or upper like something like that and they're just at like a university that no one here would like think about or would not think of as like a top university where if someone was an american thrower doing that they would be at the big name ones so it's just like yeah i, I don't know that's why i wanted to ask because i think it's really interesting how like people just end up at those places i mean it's it's much harder for like male throwers to get a high scholarship that's than true for, like, girls so um because there are a bunch of reasons for that 
but uh, it's just much harder. So then most agencies say like you get a much higher scholarship at the D1 or D2 university. So that's most of the time what's happening or like the grades are not too, like good because that's like German true. high school is, German high school is so hard. And like, sometimes like for me, like I'm now like one of the best students. I, I really, I have really, I think my GPA, like my visual was like 3.7. Like I'm really good, but the German system is so brutal and so hard. So like they think that you're like not that smart. But it's so like, they, they, they mm, yeah, yeah. And then you have like your freshman year, you have like all A's and then like sometimes could like get like more scholarship but it's it's always like scholarship so hard the business the business like you gotta negotiate you like gotta like sell yourself right there are people who get like so much money who don't deserve it then there are people who deserve like more money and don't get it because they're not good negotiator it's just it's it's I mean, sometimes i feel like it's a little random yeah and that, that's a good like jumping off point to my next question was like what advice would you give international students looking to come to the U.S. to throw and like what mistakes did you make? But going off that, like I didn't even know when I was going to college that you could negotiate. Like I think I we did, but like when you go, you just think like, oh, they gave me this, like that's it. But like I didn't even know that there is like a negotiation process. So yeah, like that's definitely something like I would like to know. Like if you, what would you recommend to somebody that is like, I don't know, 17 or 18, whatever age they're coming over, like what would you recommend to them and what mistakes did you make that you think you would have done differently? Honestly, reach out to me, reach out to me. And I feel like the problems with like people is like so individual. So I don't, I, I don't think I can make like a general like statement about that. Mm -hmm. I like help people to like go over there. They have like all kinds of problems that's always different, but uh, I, I don't really, no, I don't have like a tip. Just reach out to me, go on my Instagram, text me. And like, we're going to figure it out that way. I just, I love to help. Because mm -hmm. I feel like it's a great like way to combine like studying your like studying and like doing your sports, doing what you love. I think like that's like one of the best way how to do it, like doing it with like the help of a scholarship. And uh, I I'm just like it's it's really individual, but I feel like what I will like do different, like just to be like mm, not that much overwhelmed with it. Because I I think like it was like more it wasn't that complicated <laughs> that like it, like in that moment I was just overwhelmed because I had so much stuff on my plate that was just like whatever I'm just gonna sign I was really lucky I love this university yeah. I love this program but it could like be like different it like was, yeah you could have hated like, it like, and it would have you regretted it yeah yeah so like just I feel like reach out to the athletes who are already there try to like find out like read between the lines kind of because um, I feel like sometimes athletes like say better things or like coach say better thing that the pro like say better thing than like the program actually like the program is not that good but they like kind of are under pressure to say something good you know what I mean oh yeah I feel like yeah find find like a weak athletes or like a true like athletes who like really is talking like the truth with you or like sit down with them or call them because I feel like a text is like you can show them, but I feel like if you're going to call them, if you have the opportunity to call somebody on the team, I feel like that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or like go on a visit. Go on a visit. I feel like that's the best thing. Go on a visit if you like have time. I didn't have the time to go on a visit, but if you have the time and the resources, do it. And, and like you said, reading between the lines is so important because even people who hate it are probably going to tell you that it's at least pretty good. Like when you're talking to them, like you need to like really try and dig deep to like somebody and like get them like, 
seriously like tell me like because i don't want to like make their own decision you know so it's like you definitely have to either like read between the lines or like you said get somebody who's going to give you like the honest truth yeah I, yeah call them i would like call because then like text is always like text you know like they could show yeah. it to somebody but if like you call somebody it's like much easier i think so yeah no i agree with that 100 percent so you said that you've liked your liked your decision you ended up making the right decision like what has your college career been like so far obviously we have two one or two seasons coming up for you like what have been mm -hmm. some of the highs and what have been some of the lows of your college career so far uh college like teach me so much already like i feel like i grew up and like i'm like such i feel like i'm a, i i don't think i'm an adult yet but i like i feel like i'm a, on the best way to be like an, a decent adult <laughs> 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 i i would not say good but I, a decent one um one of my Let's start with low so we can like, go to the highs and then yeah, finish, that's like, fair. on a good note. Whatever order um, you want. Yeah, like my first semester with Coach Amin was really good. We had like some like, good competitions and like I like uh, conference, I like got third, like it was like all really good. I was happy. And then like, I think it was like a week before regionals, I got really sick. I um, was, I had a food poisoning and I was like in the hospitals, which was really, really bad. And, um, you know, I'm not somebody who gives up and I had the opportunity, we could book the flights to Florida to go to the regionals. And um, I like, I, <laughs> this competition was so bad. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I mean, of course I didn't eat for like a week. Yeah. I could barely hold my javelin, but you know, I feel like that's like I, I think that's like one of like my lows one of them I have like a million lows I feel like college is like such a high it gets a roller coaster of emotions like it's so bad but I, I think that's like one was a good low like the food poisoning and then like competing after that I mean I I didn't have to compete but I wanted to because I, I it's regionals you're not gonna say no right. it's beautiful it was like one of the highest competition in the U.S. I couldn't say no, but just now, like I think, like back, I'm like I didn't have to do it. Like nobody expected me to like did that. I just did it for myself or to get like an experience for like the next year. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and then um, I went home, and then another low. I got a call from my coach, Coach Amin, and he was like, "I got an offer for a different university." And Coach Amin and I, like, we, I'm really close with my coaches, like, in general. Like, they're, like, fathers for me. And mm -hmm. it's just, you know, like, it was, it, I was devastated. But, like, I was always, like, happy for him because I know that he always wanted to go to California. And um, he was like, yeah, I gotta leave you. And I was like, can I not come with you? And he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to Stanford. I'm like, oh, they have really good stores there as we know yeah <laughs> I was like okay so okay what does it mean I'm like do, do you have a coach like what is going on like I I don't know like it's as I it's not like I'm like familiar with that and he was like well um yeah somebody's news coming I don't know who it is um it, you can like decide if you want to come back or not and I was like well, do I have a coach? Like, I don't know. And then like a week before, like, I was like, I, I guess I, I'm going to come back. Like I have all my stuff there. Like, right. you know what I mean? So uh, I flew back and like, like my university signed a new coach and um, 
I was like lucky that I already kind of knew Coach Matt before because I was like he was he uh, was assistant coach uh, at LSU, and I kind of met him before, which was nice. That like a week before, like uh, we started like training, and I was in Germany. I kind of knew who who was, like kind of knew yeah, him already. Yeah. Like I, I was like it was better than everybody else because I had no clue who who he is. <laughs> um, and then it was was a transition. Um, I feel like Coach Med and I we can both say we learned a lot because um, I we like banged heads. You know what I mean? Because I'm somebody who I want to understand where he's coming from especially like when like he shows me like a plan what we're going to do in a week I want to know why we do stuff and why we don't do like other stuff you know what I mean because mm-hmm. I'm like from like a different country we have like this different systems and the U.S. system is like different than the German system and like I just I had so many questions and he was not that patient with me <laughs> <laughs> so like you know I, I had to talk about like the, the we talked about I talked with Thomas Rilla about it and um, that it's so important that you have these talks to like your coach because I feel like as an athlete, it's like a you give and you take for your coach and your coach is like give and take for you. I feel like it's like a almost like I feel like for me in Germany it was always like a mutual almost like relationship. But here the system is like your coach is there. Yeah. We're here. Mm-hmm. And like especially like Coach Matt coming in, being like, the new guy in the group you know what I mean and then there's this like blonde girl from Germany who like asks all the questions and like I don't care who's like listening I'm like I want to know you know what yeah I mean? no so I it get was it. just yeah. like it was like planned like to fail kind of so it was just he didn't know me that well I like I was unhappy with like the whole thing I always say that coach Amin and my like this thing it was like a breakup it was a breakup for me and I was like you know I was like I'm like really emotional person and really hurt me like I know like Kuchimina is like so happy now you know what I mean but I like this new guy like I'm not happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know like coach and Matt and I we like sat down like a million times and tried to figure it out like how like our relationship like because I was like I'm not gonna leave this program and I he was like I'm not gonna leave this program so like I was like, well, then give me another coach. Like, you, we, this is not working. And then, like, he was like, blah, blah, blah. And then we were, like, all, like, all in about. And then we didn't talk for, like, a week. And then we, like, sit back together and we, like, figured out a plan that, like, works for us both. And I love that that happened. Like, every, like, tear I had about that because it's, like, I didn't want to leave it here. I love my professors. I love the team. Like, I didn't want it to leave. But, like, it didn't work out between with the coach, between right. me and the coach, but then I we kind of got it. We kind of like turned it around. Like he like finally like listened to me, and he like really I feel like respected me that I like stood up for myself kind of because I feel like it takes a lot to do that, especially like here in the U.S. where like the 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 hierarchy like, like yeah, yeah 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 and like I just. I like kind of showed him like my loyalty to the program. Like I could easily sign with somebody else. And um, he like, we like, we are like closer than ever now. Like he is like one of my best friends. <laughs> I don't think he says that, but I'm going <laughs> to say he's going to be he's my, one of my best friends. And this is just, it was like 
you, it was really good for our relationship that like that happens that we like, got to that low we like set like boundaries for ourselves that's that's like for him important that is for me important and then like we kind of like made it happen and like I am so so sad that the last season didn't like took place because I feel like we're like we're on a like an immerse, uh, amazing like journey right now I'm like so excited for this semester I'm ready to make him like really proud <laughs> making my proud of me and like I think it's gonna be like really good and like I think it's like important I I mean he's probably gonna say that I should not say that but like sometimes you should question like what's happening and you should like ask questions and like don't be afraid to like understand where someone is coming from kind of no you know? I think that's a huge lesson like like you said here just about nobody I know like is really willing to question that like they, they're they're just gonna like say suck it up and just do it or they're gonna leave like but not many people are willing to have that conversation of like I don't like this I need to like we need to figure this out because and it, I think that shows how much passion and like care you have so in reality he should be like I don't know not like whatever the opposite of insulted is like flattered that you're trying to do that because it's like shows how much you want it and that you actually care compared to like somebody who just is like oh whatever and then you just like are unhappy for four years and leave like that would not be ideal but like I think that's a really good lesson and in, in just being willing to stand up for yourself I feel like sometimes it's like um, important that you do it like like uh, it's a to like in Germany we have to say like the tone makes the music kind of so like how you say something it's like how it's like somebody is like responding to it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's stuff like a negotiation and like just, it's just important that you like kind of like do it like in a respectful way and like don't do it like every day, but like make like time if you're like unhappy, like to work on that. Like I'm like, you know, like relationships are hard, like with everybody, relationship to my mom, to my friends, like to my coach like that's like up and down and like we both have like we both need to be on the same page we both need to be like have the same goal at the end of the day and I feel like when you have like the same like boundaries and like a ground and the same goal then like we can like work towards this like journey together but like sometimes if that's off that's just I I think it's really important like to like for like a successful like duo like Thomas Verla and his like coach they're like constantly constantly talking constantly um working trying to improve stuff trying to do something new and it's like a you fail you learn you succeed you learn like you know it's like a right. little journey you like I feel like us in track we have like such a special bond to our like coach because we are like individual we're like all different we all have different needs and like it's hard it's hard especially like on this big teams like I I don't know how they do it honestly to just like train so many people at once like that's not I I I, I have like huge respect for all this like huge teams that like have so many successful athletes but I I don't know if I would be happy in that environment to be honest right. that's one of the reasons why I picked a small school because I just know what I what my needs are and like what I need from a coach that I need like extra time and like I most of the time I practice alone now because I need like extra time sometimes with stuff and like I have to like talk to my coach and like especially when we have like technical season 
sessions, um, then it's like really important to me that I have the full attention on a coach. <laughs> it's like really, but you have to kind of, you have to earn that. You have to earn that. And like, I, I showed him that I'm talented, I'm willing to work. And then like, you can get something kind of, you know what I mean? You have to like earn the, the kind of like, I had to earn his respect kind of. And right. like, now it's like even like deeper because I earned it. Like he's listening to me if I have something to say kind of. Before I was like the blonde little girl who said something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it though. I, I get it a hundred percent. And like, yeah, you're not going to, if he thinks you're lazy and don't want to work, he's not going to spend the time with you that he would if he realizes like how passionate you are about improving and, and making the most of that. So I completely get that. And I think that was, that whole talk was just really good advice for people, especially high school athletes going to college and like getting to a coach that they might not know whether or not they were the one recruiting them or not or there's a change while they're there I think that was really important yeah I feel like a coach transition like in general is really hard so it's hard for the coach to come in like in a new established like team it's ho uh, it's hard for like him to establish himself like he's like at the beginning I always make fun of him how like strict he was at the beginning now he's yeah. like you know you know like when you're like the new dog in the room oh yeah you have to kind of like bark first. <laughs> that was like what happened. And I like, I was like, that's silly. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know why you have to be like that straight. I just don't get it. But now like, you, you know, I always like make fun of him now. But yeah. like, you know, now it's funny. But like in that moment, it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny at all. No, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. But like that's like you you are like you are like on an athlete journey, but like the the coaches on journeys too. And like you know, at the end of the day, if you have the same goal than your coach, like that's like beautiful. And then like you can just work for it, and like you like both like benefit from it at the end of the day if you're both happy and you have like a hopefully like a long lasting like relationship. I want to be like have like him as a friend for like forever. You know what I mean? Like I just yeah. don't want him to be like this like this part with him and then bye like you know what I mean like it's I feel like college you can really make like a long lasting like relationship friendships and like mentor relationships and I feel like that's like really really important kind of that you establish that right absolutely so like after the season gets canceled last year what do you do like what, what were you doing like were you traveling back to Germany were you how was your training situation and then now that you're back at school like how was that going and is there anything different than there was in years uh years prior um i mean our coach told us in a meeting that like the season is canceled i kind of knew already but it was heartbreaking of course like it was so much like uncertainty i didn't know if i can go home or not i didn't know like what is happening and then like honestly sometimes if you have like a big problem like that and make decisions for like for the next few months where you're going to be like I, I just took a step back I like moved in with my best friend and um just like enjoyed like her and having like some free time we like tried out a bunch of new stuff like I started with yoga and like set like new goals and just, just calm down because like I never had really like time for myself because of track and like school and then like suddenly I had like time I could try new new stuff out um I did a bunch of new stuff at that time I I like started like cooking more and like learning more about it and I just I love like to learn and stuff like that 
and then like after like everything calmed down a little bit I like flew home and like in an empty airplane I didn't like I didn't rush anything that I have to go home now like you know what I mean like I'm a small town in America in Louisiana and Hammond Louisiana so like you know like everything like it's like really slowly went like bad yeah <laughs> but, like you know like you don't have to be at the airport where like a million people are like that's not I don't think that's a good move like I just like took my time with like everything and like you know, just like spend how I, I started with puzzling. I'm like, I love puzzles. Like I, <laughs> I like, I feel like the thing is that my family was like, what are you doing? Like I was like eight hours, like straight puzzling. It's so, so weird, it's such a weird, <laughs> but you know, like you just have to find like new stuff that brings you like joy and just like the satisfaction to put the last puzzle in like a 1200 like puzzle, like yeah. it, it's like winning a gold medal. Like I don't know, <laughs> it's probably like the same, you know? Sorry, not no, I'm not even, you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. You just have to like find new stuff to bring you joy and um yeah, and then like I like worked out like over the summer in Germany uh, like in the back of my friend's house and um I I I I was competing in that sem- in that semester too. I was like competing in Germany. Oh really? I had a competition. Yeah, I had like, one competition was was terrible because <laughs> I hurt my knee in the warm up. <laughs> I was like great and yeah it was terrible it was really painful it was really stupid because we were like sitting in front of the stadium because we couldn't get in and then I was sitting weirdly and I was standing up and I heard my knee pop oh god yeah before like the competition I'm like coach you know when you like did something stupid and you don't want you to tell your coach but you kind of have to yeah and you're like yeah that, that, that something happened <laughs> you know what I mean so I hate that it's so bad and I was like yeah uh my knee hurts yeah <laughs> and he was like what your knee hurts like you were driving like for four, hour, four hours to this competition why does your knee suddenly hurt I'm like well you know like five minutes ago when he was sitting there I kind of like got up really and he was like he was so mad but I still competed it was awful but I was like I'm like a fan of like just sometimes like even if you feel bad just compete you know what I mean mm-hmm. probably not good for like this, this advice don't fall in with you like <laughs> yeah. really injured yeah, but like yeah. it works for me I'm like get it over with compete with a food poisoning compete with like a yeah you just compete the running <laughs> like thing warrior <laughs> you know the show must go on like I kind of like step now yeah you know? it's like I'm just gonna do it yeah. it's gonna be awful but you know like same with like pole void pole if they break their like pool like you like they still have to jump after that and I, I think that's like kind of like it that I just don't give up that in that moment just like try my best even if it's like bad but I you know I did it right was it terrible yes would I do it again <laughs> probably you know what I mean? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you gotta do it right you know? absolutely so what are some of like your goals post-college like do you want to keep competing and then also goals with like your social media as we were talking about earlier and like I called you like one of the only javelin influencers or I feel like you have a really well-kept Instagram like a professional like I don't know layout or like this just looks professional to me like which is obviously a compliment like what are your goals I guess thank you yeah (laughs) your goals like post-college with that like if you want to keep throwing or just like and you talk about or talk about what you talked about earlier with like the importance of having that that social media um yeah like 
first the questions you know like there were so many questions yeah i know I I to, like, <laughs> yeah so i think with like if i ever like would stop competing i'm never gonna stop competing i love competing if it's gonna be track i don't know if it's gonna be volleyball i don't know if it's gonna be golfing tennis like i don't know i love competitions like I'm such like a high competitor. I love like the game. I love the struggle. I love the stress. I love like I'm sweating and I just love this like, <laughs> how do you say like, adrenaline? Adrenaline, yeah. Yeah, like I, that's just like, that gives me life. I'm like, I, I need that. I need, I need it. So I don't know if it's going to be like, I, I don't think it's going to be forever track because I think that's like a little boring. Like I'm just like 23 now, like, I think I can like do so much more and it would be like silly to just stick to one sport but for right now like I'm definitely gonna do it because track is not competitive like you cannot really like combine it with like different sports it's really hard right I don't know so like right now it's like track but in t- like in five years maybe I'm gonna be a volleyball pro like who knows <laughs> like maybe not you know but like I don't even have to be like a pro like I just love like even like little competitions if you meet like you know like when you're like at the beach and you have like a beach field and like do you just like like beach volleyball I love that I always like I hate people when they like oh yeah we just play for fun like no like it's a game yeah like we gotta count points like there's a loser and a winner like I'm not gonna play you know what I mean I just I'm like so highly competitive so I was gonna be competing for sure because I just love it then the second, what was what I'm gonna do after college? Um, um, probably gonna go like work, do my own thing. Uh, I really want to work. I I think like great companies to where definitely gonna like send my resumes to are gonna be like Red Bull, Nike, like doing like still something like in the sports industry. I I like the auto industry a lot. Like Red Bull is like adrenaline, like like every sport they do it's like right. so, like cool and like oh like the car industry like Daimler like something like that I, I think it's fun for like work for like a huge corporation because like you have such like a high budget and you can do like so much cool and maybe I can I you know do like more for the javelin like community like sponsor more like javelins because if I'm like in that like if I have like a foot in the door and like they're going to decide if they're going to sponsor like a, a fitness influencer or and like Javelin Thor, I'm gonna be like Javelin Thor. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Like, let's do it. Not that I'm, I don't want to rant about like fitness influencers, but they're not athletes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just gonna sign that like that. You know, it's just so sad. And like, yeah, the importance of like social media. Uh, we took prior to that. If like somebody, are you really passionate about your sport if you don't share it on social media? And I kind of like this like questions is really like harsh. And I feel like it's like kind of like mean to people or not that like outgoing and extroverted like to like post about it on social media. But I think it's so important, especially for like our sport that it's not like football or baseball, or basketball, that we have to like, especially with like COVID right now, like young high school people like in Germany, nobody can like practice right now so we I feel like we have like kind of like the role to like educate people and like javelins or like to make them want to try it even or like want to try like go in that field or like just try it out so most of the time like just try it out and then you're gonna fall in love with it I don't know 
but it's just so important that we like share our like passion with like other people and like build this like community to lift each other up to like just do something amazing and just like try to like reach another level with our sport especially like us like the javelin event which is like so competitive right now and it's like on such a high level that it would be like stupid to not like be like promoting each other right now right like i love when like people like even like in your story like if like thomas really oh you or me or something like that if you're gonna throw next pb i'm gonna share it you know what i mean and right. that's like little things like we can like do for each other like for like a community so like i don't know if like even if it's like a high school girl, I like, I coach a little high school girl. It's so important that like us athletes that we give back and like make like people like to promote our sport a little bit to just like, that's not going to die. And like us in 10 years, we just have like two sports. Like, no, like track and field is one of the, the sports that been like here for the longest. Why is it not on top of the, like the TV or like all over it? Like it's something else. So like, we got to do it. Um, Thomas, like, talked about it, too, that he wants to combine, like, music and track a little more. And I think that's, like, so cool. Like, music and track work so well together. I feel like on Diamond Leagues, you already, like, see, like, how well, like, that kind of show already, like, works together and, like, how many people are watching it and, like, how cool it just looks. You know, you want to be there. Like, you want to, like, be in that stadium with this like great athletes and it's just I think that's like the way to go like in the next few years that we like maybe like do something like that but I don't know no I, I think you're right on with like this sport is not going to market itself like football baseball basketball market themselves and the fact that they have so much money and that that's already so popular that like they don't need to do that same promotion but like for us to keep growing it and like you said I, I mean that's uh, a sad thing to think about like it dying in general like I don't think it'll be dead dead but like you want yeah. that participation to keep going up and like to think about the way that it could not just keep growing like it could easily decline like that makes me even more motivated to do what I'm doing like trying to promote the sport but it's like it, it's not going to grow itself so the more you can put out there the better just to yeah. get it get in front of more eyes and like like you said with the social media you have a great opportunity to do that like it's free for the most part I mean some parts I guess you could pay for but it's free to like put stuff out there you know yeah and it's yeah and like I feel like it's just so important to do that kind of not like you don't have to post every day but I just use your platform to just like share a little bit or like reshare other people and just like everybody has like a little following like if it's just a hundred people then it's going to be a hundred people seeing the post from somebody else but like it's just like so important that like we do something and like we like do so like not even as an athlete even as coaches like all like the coaches I told my coach coach Matt I told him like every day I'm like you have to post more you gotta like do more like even like in the recruiting process like it's gonna like help so many athletes to see that 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 you put the work in that like you like go that extra mile and like it's you like I told him you do so much like great work like with like your athletes I don't I mean there's like um what is it called the Javan project or something like that mm, yeah they share every day I'm like you don't even have to do that you know what I mean you just like have to like just 
share like a little bit and like just promote your own program like I'm a huge fan of like self-branding and it helps me it opened me so many doors already I connected with so many great people that's the reason why I'm such a big fan of like clubhouse because it's so easy to connect to people and it's just so genuine and like you like you can connect to like almost everybody you can just join like a chat raise your hand and like you just have like a connection it's not going to be like a cold car cold call and like even after college like don't don't forget the sport don't forget where you're like coming from kind of and like mm. you can still promote it even like i don't know if you like work in a company and they're looking for a sponsorship then like reach out to like your old school reach out to like your your all like the the club that you're always competing for that like they get a new sponsorship like i think that it doesn't stop when you're like stop being a travel thor i feel like you're like a track athlete for life mm-hmm. and like if there's like a i don't know they're like track on the tv like you better watch it like i know like i know a girl who's like playing soccer like in germany like women's soccer and she's not watching like women's soccer she's thinking it's like silly i'm like that's awful like you gotta like <laughs> just promote your own sport and make sure like you know like the women's soccer and men's soccer in germany they're like two different pair of shoes because their one gets like paid so much and the one the woman like don't get paid at all and i feel like you have like a responsibility as an athlete to like just promote the sport and even after it just let's build this community and make it like great right you know absolutely i agree 100% with that So for you why javelin like why do you do it how has it benefited your life like why did what makes you motivated to throw the javelin and like what have you gotten out of it <laughs> Sometimes I like ask myself that same <laughs> question I'm like why do I do that like <laughs> I didn't mean I to like, ask it in that tone but yeah no <laughs> No like I like something that I tell people I'm like yeah well I try to run as fast as possible and I just stop and like so and it's so much fun like it's oh. Sometimes like you know what I mean when you like really think what what are you doing there? It's like so silly, but it's like it's so much fun. Like it's so much fun. Like you like you experience your own like limitation, you like setbacks. It like teach you so much for your life. You're responsible. Like you're responsible for your like your own failures and for your success. Like. If you don't do like the workouts from your coach like well guess what you're going to suck at the competition even sometimes even you did everything right well sometimes you still suck at the competition and then like you have like days like my best competitions were always when I didn't want to compete I like it's so weird like the competition where I was like so hyped up and like yeah I'm so excited like let's do it I was always terrible and I was like oh I don't want to do this I don't like it's so weird it's so weird I don't know why I'm like that but if I don't like care about the competition and I like just don't care about the pressure I'm like doing so much better than I'm like actually like, oh my god I'm so hyped up and yeah javelin I just I just love the competition like as I said I'm like such a high competitor like whatever I'm doing I want to win and it's so much fun just because it's like so close to each other like when I was like on my first German championships like I had the same on the centimeter the same uh, measurement the same kind of I don't know which how far it was it was like 44 34 something like that could be wrong I don't know 
but the the third girl had 44 34 as well well but i had the second best though which i decide who's gonna go to uh, like to italy and compete in italy mm. and i'm like this is like you know and what is like and some competition, you're that girl, like on third place, you're that girl who almost made it and didn't made it. But on some competition, you're like the second girl or you're the first girl who like made it then. And mm -hmm. it's just like, it's such like a balance act. And it's like, adrenaline, like adrenaline, I cannot say the word, but like, it's like so like much fun to me, like that you're like, it's just so much fun. Like, I don't even like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to say it, but it's just like, so like, it teaches you a lot for your life. I feel like you like deal with failure, you deal with uh, injuries, you deal with like high, uh, high highs and low lows and like come back from that. And I feel like that's the reason why I, I like, I'm on, on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn a lot. I always promote like people should just hire athletes to be honest, because I feel like they're like, they know what it means to like work in a team to um, work really hard and like just be loyal to even through like failure that you don't go to the next company that like is on the market, you know? Right. So I feel like that's, I just, I think it teaches you a lot as a person too. I, I think like being an athlete makes you a better person almost. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? No, I get it. Absolutely. Like those skills are so transferable that like, you just off the top of your head named like three or four reasons why like an athlete would be a good hire or like what javelin and not just specific to javelin but javelin can how it can help you after or like how you're going to be ready to like do other things because you threw yeah yeah i think so yeah i can sign that yeah it's <laughs> like and, and especially with javelin like as you mentioned it's like you work in a team like you have a team thing but then you also are able to go on your own like you're not dependent on others because you have to do all those things like you said like if you don't do the workouts you don't do whatever you're going mm -hmm. to suck like even if the rest of your team like did stuff they might do well but if you do nothing then you get nothing so it's like the balance of like you worked in team but you've also worked on your own like where that's even better yeah. than like team sports i guess i feel like at the end of the day if you always do what you're like coach tells you and like you always like stick with it even like in hard times you're gonna succeed at the end like there's no way you're not gonna be successful even and maybe it's not even like in javelin but just like in general like to like stick with something even like through failure or to like injury like it takes a lot of strength and like I think it's 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 great and then I think like that every employee employer should like look for trait like correct like character personality traits just like that and I think it can give you like even if you don't succeed as a javelin thrower or like as a track athlete I think like track or like sports teach you so much more than just being in this like little track bubble but beyond that right absolutely I agree and like that's definitely something that I've heard from other people too is that they feel like it's just made them better in general as a person yeah so yeah. wrapping up here who would you say is your favorite javelin thrower of all time and why i don't like this question <laughs> 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 they so i think because they're all so individual but i i mean 
I mean, I cannot not say Thomas Erdler. Like, I, I know. Cannot. You just like, talked to him like, literally the other day. You I, can't I, insult him by not speaking him. <laughs> like, no, actually, he's like, no, I think, <laughs> I think he's really, he does, it just, again, like, beyond the track, beyond, like, he goes to XMI, does so much for our sports, and I just have to recognize him, like, beyond, like, his, like, success and failure, like, he has like a family. I think that's like really important for athletes in general to not set like every, like if you like invest in yourself, don't set everything in one basket. Like you, you gotta be like a person on your own. You're a person when you go from the track. And I feel like he, as I know of him, he is a really great person just like in general. And he does so much good for the community. He like lives in, he is the, I think he's a great father. I don't know if he's, yeah. but I think I, I, you know, he just, it's just, it's so much like passion. And so he just does so much. And then like the, the food he shares, like the workout he shares, like in like the COVID situation and like extreme situation, he's still like trying to go this XMR, trying to be a better person, trying like to not like lose it. And I think that's like so important. And I just, He's a really like beyond like Java and so he is he's like a really good person and like I think like a lot of people, a lot of athletes can like learn from him mm-hmm. what he does for just beyond the track. I think that's like really, really important. I, and I think you people have said Thomas Roller and they didn't say not because of those reasons, but like you actually know him at more of a level than just about everybody I've interviewed. So like you have that other perspective of him that it's like you said, it's like obviously athletic performance. Like when you have a gold medal, that's going to make you very popular to begin with. But like the fact he is able to do more is makes another great reason why he would be your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think like sometimes it's like hard. I mean, for people who like don't know like all the Thors, but it's like, just like, just text them sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, you like, I like just texted Thomas Ruler one day or like yeah, you can text Johannes better or like you know like connect with them like build a relationship with them because I think like they should like have a responsibility behind the track and I think that's like really good if they're gonna like answer you you know what I mean yeah no just, absolutely. Like, make sure they're like great people beyond the track and hold them accountable because they are like the faces of all our like sports and they should be like you we, we should be like make sure they're like good faces you know and like make them better people as well and I feel like Thomas Rilla does a, it has a, it's a really good example of a really passionate and a good person in general absolutely great answer like I said that's a popular answer but it's a, a very good one so Charlotte <laughs> I really appreciate you taking the time to do this it was super fun and like I learned some things about you that I guess I wouldn't have known like I thought that was just an awesome interview so I appreciate you taking the time to do it thank you for having me I'm so excited to listen I don't know do you listen to your own podcast I said no. I've listened. I have to re-listen to it when I edit it, but like I don't like go in the car and just like throw on and listen to myself talk because I'd probably get really annoyed to myself. So I appreciate the yeah. other people who do it, but like it's hard for me to do it again. But <laughs> thank uh, you guys. Yep. For listening so far. <laughs> if you if you listen to it, make sure you send it to me. Okay. I want to know like who's like behind the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> like send me like questions or like if you guys are like interested in sports scholarship, just want to know more about me or interested in like pursuing like a job after college, just hit me up, go on my Instagram. You can probably link it down below. Yeah. And just like let's connect. Like let's make this like community like go beyond just try.
like Absolutely. help us each other to get like great jobs like just build this like community really I would ah my heart I just it would be so great I feel like that's like where we should like try to like just build something like really great beyond the track I agree I agree 100 not like I said I will tag you in there so people can reach out to you and we know that charlotte's dms are always open to all these questions you just talked about so. i love i love to connect to like people like it's <laughs> yeah. my jam i love it i'm like always so excited to hear like the stories and like what they do and like how they like are the people who they are just i love it do it do it all day i love it take her up <laughs> on that opportunity so uh, <laughs> awesome thank you <laughs> thank you so much for having me Keep you around, swear to God I'm not gonna switch on your hoes